Hi, you're listening to recommendations from my otaku spouse or otaku susume. I'm Jen. And I'm Wes. So let's get started. So, a couple of weeks ago, actually a couple of months ago, we threw out a post, podcast, and Twitter poll saying, hey, what should we watch for this season of anime? It's the spring season of 2020. Woo! And I think that was. Before the world went to pieces. The world was already in pieces. It just got worse. The foundations were laid, but we didn't realize how bad it would become yet. We didn't start the fire. No, China did that. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so we said, um, we recommended, actually this was Wes's idea, really. So do you want to explain what we did? Ah, I was the ringleader. No, uh, being it was a new season... I recommended a show to Jen to watch, she recommended a show to me to watch, and then we asked you, our listeners, to recommend a show to both of us to watch. And so I'd recommended Jen, um, My Next Life as a Villainous, All Roots Lead to Doom. She had recommended me, Fugo Keiji, Balance Unlimited. And you guys recommended to us, BNA, Brand New Animal, the new Trigger anime. And we went and watched them. Well, as mostly. much as we could. And so today we're here to talk about Jen's recommendation, Fugo Keiji, Balance Unlimited. Or The Millionaire Detective. Is that what they're Balance calling it? Unlimited. Mm, yeah. as... Sorry, if we want to do the Japanese title, it's really Fugo Keiji, Balance Unlimited. Exactly. But I don't like Millionaire Detective. I think it would have worked better as Billionaire Detective. Billionaire Detective. You're because, right. Because like, in the first episode, he already spends over a million dollars. Yeah. So... One million dollars. I am judging them already. <laughs> but we watched it on Japanese Netflix. Correct. Which means I didn't even know it was called that until 30 I just seconds ago. told you. Yeah. But we only saw two episodes. Two episodes. We are the Netflix. worst at this. We say we're going to watch something and we watch two episodes. Well, we couldn't physically watch more than two episodes because they couldn't make more than two episodes because the whole world went to shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man... Well, to give a brief spoiler for my review, I'm kind of put out by this because I really like those two episodes. I'm not too bothered because even though it was my recommendation, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a twist of fate, then why didn't you like it? Um. Well, should we first go into what it what's it about? It's like a brief brief summary of very very brief introduction that we got to the series. Is it about a billionaire detective? Kind of. No. Well. He seems to me more like a billionaire who kind of decides to become a detective because he can, because he's rich. So you're saying he's a Batman without the trauma and the suit? He's a Batman without the trauma and the suit and just, yeah, a personality. He has a personality. So, well, so does Bruce Wayne. I guess Batman doesn't, but Bruce Wayne does. But anyway. We have this, we have this billionaire who teams up with a, well, not really a rookie detective. Not a rookie at all. But more like a low-level detective because none of the other cops really liked him because he was always more about doing things the proper way and being very straight-laced. He's too passionate. He's too passionate about, like, fighting crime. And helping people. Yeah, and so he stands up to this billionaire who kind of literally smashes his way onto the scene and bribes his way through everything. And he's like, that's not how you do police work. So this billionaire's like, hmm, I'm going to annoy you. And now we're partners. He's like, no. Actually, yes. Interesting enough, um, Mamoru Miyano yes. is the voice of the younger detective, Haru Kato. Yes. And the millionaire detective, Daisuke Kambe, is 
played by Yusuke Onuki. Okay. But I don't know who that is. But Mamoru is a pretty big name, so it was interesting that... Yeah, you were pretty sure he was going to be the billionaire detective. I, I thought, knowing the kind of roles he played, I thought he was going to be the billionaire, yeah. Ah, he twisted it. Yes, I was very Caught surprised. You guard. So that's actually why I, I didn't... I haven't been enjoying this series is because uh, Daisuke, the billionaire, is such an asshole. Well, I mean, the show is pretty clearly Fujoshi bait. Like, I know, 100%, but it doesn't... And it, there's always an asshole in a yaoi relationship. I mean, there kind of has always. to be, otherwise you can't really have a relationship. Not all relationships are based on sex. <laughs> now, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of confused by this then, because we could tell from the get-go it was going to be Fujoshi bait. Yes. Actually, I was from the get-go, it was, why is this strange K-pop opening? Oh, yeah, that anime? was good. Okay, yeah, the opening that. was good. I was like the ending. But that was my first thought. But then it was pretty clear it was going to be Fujoshi bait. And knowing that, and knowing the fact that there's always a jackass in Fujoshi couples. I mean, even in like fan Fujoshi couples. There's there's a jackass, and then there's... You've got me saying it in American. There's a jackass, and then there's... the And then there's Daisuke, who is just egotistical, self-centered asshole. Yeah, but that's like in every Fuji... I don't... No, because normally... The assholes you get are more like sendere assholes. They're like, I'm an asshole because I have repressed issues, whereas Daisuke is an asshole because he's rich and he can do whatever the hell he wants. He can, but he's chosen to join this crappy little police department or department division in some back office where people sit around not doing their job because he's clearly taken an interest in our main character. He's That's his dere side right there. Hmm... Mm, no, ah, I, I don't know. I just didn't like him. It didn't. They just didn't grow me at all. Man, I really enjoyed these first two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why did you enjoy these first two episodes? Then? Uh, because I had a. I mean, it started off with a K-pop banger that wasn't K-pop for the opening. Uh, the rest of the music was just like stolen wholeheartedly from Lupin the Third, which I adore. I like the scene that you were talking about when he shows up with a bang on the scene when he's driving through all the fancy cars doing the car show. Oh in yeah, the middle of Tokyo. so so like that's a great example of why he's an asshole is. There's a car show full of expensive cars, and he just plows down the middle of the street, pushing all these cars out the way, scratching them, breaking them, and then steals someone's car. He doesn't steal it, he buys it off No, he. there's no agreement. He says, how much do you want for this car? And he's like, ha, you couldn't afford it. I'm going to say this much. And he's like, done. And then he kicks him out of the car. Yeah, the guy gives him a price. He pays the price. He takes the car. He doesn't agree he to that price. He technically owner stole of the it. Car. He's paid the man for his car, and it's a sweet Shelby Cobra. We're getting off the subject. Sorry, um, why did you like when it? When he shows up in that scene, they are just, it's they're playing the Lupin theme. It's not even hidden. It is just, here's Lupin music because we can. I was like, okay. But why don't we just watch Lupin then? Because I love Lupin too. And there's like more Lupin. But it's not more Lupin because at least Lupin's endearing. That's true. Um, but I'm pretty sure that the lovable detective is going to get his comeuppance. Wait, the lovable detective or Daisuke is going to no, get Daisuke his comeuppance? No, Daisuke is an asshole. I think, I guess, Daisuke is going to get the comeuppance, but the level of detective is going to win out in the end. Yeah, I hope so. Once they make more. <sighs> if they make more. I hope they do. It depends on, I guess, what country they're making it in. Well, I mean, <laughs> everywhere they do animation right now is kind of screwed. Actually, no, I think Vietnam's doing pretty well. But Yeah, Vietnam's doing really good. We'll anyway. have to go watch the first episode again and check the names and the ending credits and see where they're animating it. Yeah. Because it's always really easy to tell when you look at the credits. <laughs> That's true. I guess it is, It is. I am intrigued to see if Daisuke is going to grow, if he's going to learn that 
just throwing money at a problem will make it go away. But knowing Japanese anime, I doubt it's going to have much in terms of story growth beyond probably Haru has some kind of tragic past that he kind of deals with, but doesn't actually deal with it in the end, and then they're just going to finish the series. I don't think Haru is going to have a tragic past anywhere. I think he is, because they hinted at something, um, a reason for why he fell out with the other police force. Because he believes in things. Exactly. Anyway, um, we just got introduced to Daisuke's sister in the second episode, and all this, when he kind of breaks into her house accidentally. (sighs) Man... Which also explain, like, because she's walking around. So the opening, I keep saying, is a K-pop tune. But it's also half James Bond. Yes. And that you have the two main characters running around, doing cool shit. And then you've got just, like, scantily clad women everywhere. I'm like, well, that's interesting. And it turns out that the scantily clad woman that you keep seeing is his sister, who means episode two. I'm not entirely sure where they were going with it. I don't think they were going anywhere. I think they just wanted to emulate Lupin and James Bond. Well, who doesn't? With some yaoi bait thrown in. And... It, it was, okay, this was like 50% yaoi bait. Yeah. I normally like it, but I just couldn't get along with Daisuke. Do you think it would gotten more episodes to give him a chance, as opposed to just two and then you're done, force done, cut off here? Yeah, I think we I would have needed a few more episodes, but mm, yeah, I don't know. Because I'm really just remembering at the time that you told me to read Punch. I, okay, to be fair, I hadn't read that in about... Oh, a decade before I recommended it to you. I just knew that you like sports manga and romance. And I was like, oh, this is a sports and a manga, a sports and a romance manga that I read when I was younger. And so I completely forgot about the assault. I'm sorry. Or just the fact that the main character is completely irredeemable. Main male character is completely irredeemable. I really, I haven't actually read it since. That's totally fine. You don't (laughs) need to. So I don't know where you were going with that. I'm just, you recommended that to me. And then you have this whole hate thing for Daisuke when he's, I don't hate him, I just dislike him. Okay, I hate him pretty bad, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny that the show I recommended us is the one that I (laughs) like the least. (laughs) Um, Of the three watched, I think also... We only got two episodes of it, so that's kind of putting a damper on a lot of things, but I think I would agree in that I liked it the least of the three. But you still liked it a lot. I from what we saw I, I did enjoy it yes okay i think that I is would... one thing i enjoyed watching the episodes with you okay um because i'm an asshole where are you going with this mm, column a column b what's column b more asshole <laughs> no it's because i enjoy watching things with you and ranting about it and bouncing thoughts off of you while we were watching it was pretty fun yeah but i think it unfortunately got hit with the whole plague issue yes and canceled and then everything shut down i never looked into actually if it was just delayed or postponed or canceled or what but all i, I know is the episode stopped coming out just canceled for now but I, I don't know when they're going to come back because so many countries are still in lockdown and it was interesting that it didn't impact our other two anime that's true but before we get to that yeah. really quick on just on it still um there's a lot of anime there is a lot of anime yes and Usually, if I see something I'm interested in, I try to give it a couple of episodes. But a lot of the times I can tell by midway through episode one if I'm going to drop something or not. Really? Yeah. That's fast. I think part of it is that I'm busy. Mm. And there's so much out there that if something doesn't grab me, I'm kind of in a, do I really want to keep fighting through it? But I usually try to give it, you know, two to three episodes. 
Don't go by the snap judgment. Give it a chance. And with this one, I was having fun watching it. Yeah. And it could be, you know, watching it together with you and laughing at the stupid things that were happening and things like that. But after two episodes, I wasn't in a, eh, I'm going to drop this yet or anything. I was still having a lot of fun with it. So, you know, I'm pretty willing to bet that even though it was canceled, I would have kept watching this through the season. So if it comes back at some point, do you think we'll keep watching it? Try I, would, I would like to start it up again. Female? Yeah. And maybe we can come back to it. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe it's dead forever. Mm, maybe about COVID. Yeah. You know what's not dead forever? What? COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Well, I'm just saying, it came up out of nowhere, and then everyone's like, yay, it's done. Oh, it's not done. No, it's nowhere near done. People are like, second peak. I'm like, we never came down off the first one. Yeah. But that is why it was canceled. Uh, postponed. We don't know for sure if it's been canceled. I can't watch it. Well, not physically now. Hashtag canceled. <sighs> That's not how canceling... Anyway. So, interestingly enough, <laughs> Trigger's anime wasn't impacted they put out the first six and then the second six ish yeah and um hamifura which was amazing yes but we'll talk about that another time yeah uh wasn't cancelled i honestly i think those are the only three anime we watched this season because we have been so busy just doing so much other things yeah we watched a few from other seasons we watched um whale apologists the anime (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I know you're getting caught up on Bookworm, but we didn't watch anything else from spring, did we? No, that's true. We need to finish watching um, Drifting Dragons. Yeah, that's what I said. Whale Apology. Isn't it we whale, whale Sorry, apolo- Whaling Apologists. There you the go, anime. Whaling Apologists, the anime. Yeah. Yes. I don't think they're apologizing. I think they're just saying we love eating dragons. Yeah, who wouldn't? It's rich. It's got that texture to it. Slightly greasy. You can cook it in so many different ways. Dragon? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> it's all an allegory anyway. Um, but it was interesting to me that the show was cancelled. Postponed. Whatever. <laughs> it stopped. It stopped. In that we actually heard about it from a friend of ours living in the States. We did, yes. And I think what surprised me most about it when we heard it was that Japan had still made no response to COVID at the time. Correct. Yes. There had been... Because the Olympics were still going on. The Olympics were still planned at the time. But so the country had made like barely even an acknowledgement that coronavirus was a thing, and yet an anime was cancelled. And so I was actually shocked by it. I was like, oh, yeah, that might be what we're getting into, isn't it? Mm. Nothing else happened. I mean, for the shows that we watched, which admittedly weren't many. But it was interesting in that because of the Olympics... There'd been no response. There'd been no change to daily life by that point. Most of the country still wasn't even wearing masks. Yep. And then the Olympics were cancelled. And then suddenly, oh, we've started getting cases the day after the Olympics have cancelled. The celebrity died. And then the celebrity died. The Olympics died. were cancelled. Then oh, we started shutting down. I think he celebrity- died right before they decided to postpone the Olympics. Oh, I wonder if that was a factor. Maybe. Because I guess it doesn't... People here don't seem to think that something... Like this is def- this is something that I've seen day on a daily basis at work and in society in general is let's ignore the issue until it goes away and when a celebrity dies you can't ignore that issue. That's true. Especially such a such a big household name. Yeah. Then they couldn't ignore it and then the Olympics got cancelled and then they kind of took it seriously but didn't do a proper lockdown. Well, it was and, it was weird because it was I, I do think it was in hundred percent because of the Olympics. And that you had like a couple of stories, like there was 
There was a cruise ship that was docked in Yokohama Bay and nobody was allowed on or off. <laughs> yeah, they never counted those in their official numbers for Japan. Well, that's because it was a cruise ship that's not flying under Japanese flags, so it's not Japanese problems. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. But so you had that in the bay. And then there was a couple of cases, like I think there was like one per there was something that made the news briefly about someone who had it and then said, Well, let's give to other people and started going bar hopping. Oh yeah. And so you had like these little news stories that would make it, but no one was really taking it seriously. Like I know that we had masks and I you were still going to work at the time. And I my rule was for myself was I'll start wearing a mask when the majority have done it. And it's probably what the majority of people were thinking as well. Yeah. And so it just kind of you're in this weird nebulous state where you knew that China was screwed. You knew that Italy was screwed. Um, I don't remember if New York was screwed yet or not. But like those were the big hotspots. Mm. And then you knew that Yokohama Bay was screwed. But beyond that, it wasn't too bad. Well, then you heard the stories come out of Korea. Well, that's the thing is that it was the news early on was very much a this is a foreign problem. This isn't something we have to deal with. We've left the Olympics. And since then, I still feel like they've been fudging their numbers and trying to not either not test people or try and find another excuse for why people are sick or just encourage people to not go to hospital. Like I am still really kind of tinfoil hat suspicious of the Japanese government when it's come to their counts. But we're all back at work now and it's we're in the third week and walking around, I'm starting to see less and less people wearing masks on a daily basis. Yeah. I still think most of the people I see like at the grocery store are wearing masks, but I admittedly don't get out much. I think it's mostly Um, kids and parents. Oh, kids don't wear masks. Some of them do, but I'm starting to see more and more not wearing their masks. I think people are thinking it's all over. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Um, Tokyo keeps putting out numbers, but... Well, a friend of ours, uh, Laven, said that he's not going to be going back to the office until January next year, which is sensible because he's in Tokyo. Did you not see that? Yeah, but you're back. I'm back. It was, but... No, why am I back? (laughs) Well, we we live in one of the cities that immediately went under um, lockdown. Correct. Like, well, not immediately. I think we were second day or something. They named six cities and then added Fukuoka or something. Yeah. And so when they finally admitted it and when they're like, ah, we might have a problem, they did this like voluntary lockdown, which I guess Fukuoka just voluntarily locked down well before anyone else. No. <laughs> and then we, but it, it didn't change much really. Like, there was the first weekend or whatever where they went into voluntary lockdown, and then that lasted for about a week. And then I think it was the next, like, they put in some things about this is what's going to change, this is what's going to change. And I think it was, like, the next weekend, there was this huge, like, information thing that came out that just said, so starting this week, because nothing happened last week, every major shopping mall in the city is closed. Mm, yep. And I think that was the big catalyst. Because once all the big shopping malls shut down, like they put out this huge list of everyone shopping down and they pretty much said all stores closed except for food and drugs. Yeah. Like drug stores would be open, food stores would be open, everything else was closed in these big shopping malls. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the week after that, you were working from home. Yep. Magic. And while I was working from home, we were trying to go out for walks more. And seeing a huge increase in the number of people out on the street in our neighborhood, probably because they'd stopped going into the center of town. Yeah. Like, well, I remember the first few weeks we kept seeing, like, hordes of kids in the parks playing together. Yeah. But at least they weren't going into the center of town where they could have got sick. Uh, that's true. I I still think, even though things have technically reopened, like, we were in town the other day trying to get your glasses repaired, and there's definitely less people downtown. 
Mm, so yeah. there's a lot of people, I think, who are still wary. Which is good in my books. Yes. I mean, we're still wary, but we are starting to go out a little bit. When there's not very important things to watch on TV. Correct. Like wrestling or racing. racing. <laughs> so other countries are reacting in different ways. And a lot of other countries are where a lot of animation takes place. I haven't looked into it yet, but do you think that there's going to be summer anime that just don't come out or get canceled or... Yeah, probably. They might get postponed or they might find a different studio to animate it for them. I know the, um, in the West, the manga publishing com- agent, bleh, the manga publishing industry has been struggling because their print shops, their printing companies shut down. So for a I don't know how long, probably about three or four months now, they've been mostly digital only. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't it. Well, that hasn't really impacted Japan, but I think that's because Japan publishes their manga in Japan. Yes, whereas the West gets everything printed, bound, and shipped from China. Correct. By and large. And China shut down. Once they realized they couldn't hide it anymore, they pulled the Madagascar and shut it everything. Yeah, but it seems like China opened up again early, even though it might probably shouldn't have. You want to talk about fudging numbers? Yeah. Also throwing out that the virus came from America, but that's a whole other issue. <coughs> so yeah, I think I would not be surprised if we see more issues with anime for the summer, unless maybe this will encourage more studios to hire Japan-based animators. I don't know if that would be good for the industry or not, because I know Japanese animators, actually foreign animators as well, are paid absolute garbage. Like the worst you could probably think of because they kind of need it cheap and that's i think why most animation companies use foreign companies is because they can pay them garbage and so if they have to start hiring japanese animators in order to get their anime out at all i I wonder how that's going to impact the industry overall yeah it's definitely something to look at um from i mean from the stories you hear japanese animators aren't paid jack shit anyway Mm. so there's actually a really interesting interview with an animator, I'll put it in the show notes, but a Japanese animator who lives in a share house of Japanese animators, and she pays like $300 a month to live there because she gets paid like equivalent of a dollar a picture or something like that. I, I'll link it in the show notes because it was interesting, but I can't remember the facts straight. I should check beforehand. Boo. Boo. So I wonder actually if that's going to, if if people like her are going to get more work. Because I think a lot of animators are also freelance, at least in Japan. Are but they? then again, I guess because they've opened up again, maybe they'll have more animators going into studios. Yeah, because you get... Because um... I remember in like Shirobako, hmm. they were working with a lot of people, but all those people kind of had their own miniature companies, which is why when you watch an anime, you've got your animation studio, but then at the end, there's a dozen different animation studios listed in the notes because it's all the people that they farmed out the work to yeah but you also remember people driving around with these huge piles of paper oh, i guess that was her oh, getting it from, from the studio company, yeah. yeah like and sometimes so, a studio is like a limited liability company as it would be in the west or a whatever they're called single owner corporation um working out of someone's house yeah but i still th- i guess that would be freelance hmm we need to learn more about the animation industry <laughs> need to go watch shirobako again <laughs> i just had a movie come out i did did it come out? Shoot, now I don't know, because I think the theaters were closed when the movie was supposed to come out. Yeah, that's a good point. I know the Violet Evergarden movie was supposed to come out, and it hasn't yet. Well, they had other issues, too. Yeah, but I but they had actually arranged it to come out while the lockdown happened, and then the lockdown happened, so it hasn't come out yet. And we talked about the live-action Azoken that was supposed to come out. 
Yeah, I saw a poster for that in um, the book off the other day as well. Yeah. Well, okay. So two things for us to hunt down. Did the Shirobaka movie come out? And if it did, we should watch it. And did the live-action Ezokin come out? And if it did, we should watch it. Violet Evergarden? Well, that one we know hasn't come out yet. Because mm. they, they specifically said they're pushing that the release date back. Yeah, but I don't know when they're going to release it. <laughs> ah. Yeah, but we know it hasn't come out. True. These other two might have, and we're just completely oblivious. I guess that's one thing as well, is that with the lockdown and people... I guess people in Japan are still able to work, but they're not shopping. Yes. So that I want, that's also going to impact the anime and manga industry because you're going to have less people buying anime and manga. You say that, but the last volume of Kimetsu no Yaiba came out. Uh, Demon Slayer came out. Demon's Blade? What's it called? Demon, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer came out uh, while we were all on lockdown, and that's been like the best-selling manga that's true. Uh, ever. Yeah, just, my... <laughs> just... <laughs> A co-worker of mine said, oh... Um, I heard this was good, but when I went to the store, the first six volumes were sold out, so I bought volume 20, which is the last volume, and it came with a special edition postcard. But I haven't read any of the other volumes. Why did you buy that then? Be- because it's popular. Exactly, and because it's do. popular. <laughs> ah, Japan. Also, I just, I think I have a thing against buying things out of order, but that's besides the point. Yeah, I've noticed that. I know. Because you keep buying random volumes of manga, and then I keep buying it again because I'm going in order. I'm like, crap, why do we have two volumes, two copies of Silver Spoon Volume 14, Wes? That sounds like a personal problem. Ah! <laughs> Silver Spoon's amazing. So, I guess we've kind of gotten off the COVID topic. And off the Fugo KG topic. Well, that led into the COVID topic. Fugo COVID. Infection Unlimited. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. It's decided. Boom, we're done. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of surprised that you didn't like it at all. No, 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 no. Okay. I was probably a little too strong, but I did enjoy watching it. I just really don't like the, one of the main characters. So I I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy it at all. I just didn't enjoy it at all. Okay. But if it does come back from cancellation, postponement, whatever we're calling it, we're going to keep watching it? Yes. Okay. So if, let's hope and... If it's good. A post-COVID world, we get another chance with Fugo Keiji Balance Unlimited. Thanks for listening. I've been Wes. And I've been Jen. This was another episode of what? Otaku Susume, or recommendations from my otaku spouse. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Annie Bros Creative. Or as- at our website at AnnieBrosCreative.com. Cool. So we'll see you guys next time for BNA. BNA. Brand new animal. Hooray. Bye. Bye.